Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Knowledge of Plato in the AVB slash KJV. Yes, we're going to talk about Plato and his connection uh, through his writings uh, between uh, to the content of AVB slash KJV. Plato is definitely the discussion. If Plato or his other works, uh, and let me say what I mean by other works, other works, Plato has been found to uh, uh, his writing is found to be connected uh, to Bible content. That's a great thing. That's a big thing, finding. Uh, Plato's writings are connected to AVB slash KJV content. So by other works of Plato, I mean his works apart from the, his work in the uh, AVB slash KJV from that of the AVB slash KJV. Other works of Plato, such as Apology, uh, Charmides, Seventh Letter, uh, uh, we have uh, also the Republic, I've I've done some study on and scrutiny on several of his works. Matter of fact, six of them. So I have not studied all of Plato's other works. But that's what I mean when I say Plato, uh, speak of Plato and his other works. Works apart from the Bible, like the Apology, Seventh Letter, uh, Laws, Charmides, Gorgias, and, of course, there's the Republic. Okay, so, other works. If Plato or his other works have anything to do with that of the AVB slash KJV content, then that is something you, as Israelites, black people, 
for example, black people in America, black people in the UK, that is uh, something you should and need to know. You should know it. You sh- you you need to know it. One thing, one reason why, because it's true. It's true. What is true? Plato is Plato's other works are found to, to be connected uh, to that content which makes up the AVB slash KJV, a profound connection. If the evidence shows any connection of Plato's other works to or between AVB slash KJV content, then you Israelites uh, must definitely have a need to know it. You most definitely, that is, you most definitely have a need to know it. The evidence shows any connection of Plato's other works and writings to that of the AVB slash KJV. And thirdly, if there is considerable or even abundance of evidence connecting any of Plato's other works to uh, AVB slash KJV content, then the matter is weighty and you most definitely have reason and need to possess knowledge of it. Talking to Israelites and uh, anyone else who will listen, uh, but uh, I'm most certainly speaking to uh, the Israelites. And I've told you who the Israelites are, who the Israelites are. I've told you that before. I've said it several times. I've said it on several programs. I've uh, said it on Twitter. So you should know who the Israelites are. Okay. Now, moving on from there, Israelites, you have a reason and a need to know of Plato's other works uh, and their connection to Bible content. Okay, now, what I want to do is take a look at Lord All Caps. Okay, this is the third program, I believe, or third episode, I believe, on or relating to Plato and the AVB slash KJV. This is the third one. So um, if you haven't already, you should go back into Lawmaster Archives. Don't have to go that far. Like I said, uh, the uh, two preceding episodes uh, of this uh, episode, uh, as far back as you need to go to get, to get up on Plato and the AVB connection. The a the uh, Plato and uh, the Plato effect, okay, and I'm continuing that now in this episode, all right. Though this episode does not bear the same name as the preceding one, okay. Now, so I'll be speaking on, you might say, the nature the nature of the God of the Israelites. In the preceding, in the the first two episodes, 
uh, concerning Plato, giving you statements that uh, Plato are the gods of the Israelites have made in the AVB slash KJV. Like, who is it speaking when it says, I am God, and there is none else or none other? Who is that speaking? Well, I've spoken on that in the first two episodes, okay, uh, the two episodes preceding this one. So go back and listen and uh, stay abreast of what's going on. Keep up with what's going on. Follow me, okay, follow me, follow the episodes. Uh, learn as much as you can because, as I said, Israelites, you, you have a need and a reason to know this information. It has to do with you, Israelites, okay? It has to do with you. Now, this information has to do with all black people, okay? It has to do with all black people, all right? The, the Bible speaks of them, calling them, uh, that is, black people, Hebrews, and then there's the term Israelites. Israelites are black people, but not all he. I'm sorry, all Israelites are Hebrews, but all Hebrews are not Israelites. He, uh, the Israelites are in the lineage of God. Okay. As I said, you need the information that's in the two episodes preceding this one. Okay? Now, we will move on. Uh, looking closely, this is the intent, to look at uh, the nature of the gods of the Israelites. There was only one God, capital G, at a time. It's like kings, queens, okay? You only have one king of a country at a time, and then you have their successor. So this is what the gods of the Israelites uh, were. It's a succession of gods, okay? Uh, Plato the one that is called Plato is uh, in that lineage. He says so himself in the AZB slash KJV. The AZB, let me say this, gives personal information regarding, uh, regarding Plato. Also, this is important to keep in mind, that Plato is presented by the Gentiles as an individual, okay? But I said moments ago that Plato is in the lineage of the gods of the Israelites, all right? So with that being said, Plato can be seen as an individual. Plato also can be seen as a representative of the gods, the succession of gods uh, of the of the Israelites, keep that in mind. It is very important. What we do know now 
is that Plato is an icon. He's an icon. He's an icon of the uh, succession of Israelite gods. Okay? Let's get on with it. Let's look at these gods, and I may just say Plato, but in looking at and considering Plato, we are also looking at and considering that succession of gods. Okay? They wrote another god, one god dies, another one uh, is enthroned, and he writes, and so forth and so forth, okay? Now, we have this statement here coming from Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 12. It says, the words of a wise man are gracious. The words of a wise man are gracious. What does gracious mean? Gracious means pleasantly kind, benevolent, and courteous, indulgent, or uh, beneficent in a pleasantly condescending way, especially to inferiors. Well, let's look at the first part of that definition that says pleasantly kind, uh, benevolent, and courteous. As I read Plato, other works, I see that uh, in his other works, his other writings, apart from the AVB slash KJV. Uh, he speaks through his characters pleasantly, kindly, uh uh, benevolent, uh, and there is a courtesy, a courtesy of the characters. Okay, so that that that's a trait that is seen uh, in Plato's writings. Okay, now, so the statement says the words of a wise man are gracious, and I just said when I consider when I look at Plato's other writings, I see that. I see that trait in his writings. Okay, but let's move on. Also, the AVB says in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 14, a fool also is full of words. So two statements. The words of a wise man are gracious. A fool also is full of words. Let's move on. Uh, but remembering this fact, in Plato's other works, I see gracious speech. I see gracious speech, okay? Told this in AVB, Acts chapter 4, verse 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. That Lord is capital L, lowercase O-R-D. And now, Lord, Behold their threatenings. So I'm putting forth these three statements here. The words of a wise man are gracious. A fool also is full of words. And and now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Okay? And we may not get to all of this in this episode, but if not, 
then there's another episode ahead, we hope. I hope. Okay? So, and this is what I'll be looking for as I go through this. I'll be looking for things uh, characteristic of Lord All Caps, uh, not only in Plato's other works, but in the AVB as well. Okay? Uh, there's a story in Genesis, chapter 2. I'll read a part of it, chapter 2, verses 16 through 17, just to get us started. And the Lord God, this Lord is Lord all caps, written all capital, using all capital letters. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. Okay. So we, uh, well, a lot of us know the story, okay? Adam and Eve go on to eat of the tree, uh, which Lord all caps commanded them not to eat of has said, in the day that you eat of it, you shall should, you should surely die. Now, looking at the story, it's clear that neither Adam nor his wife died that particular day. Okay? Yet the Lord has said, in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So the question is this. In that story, does the Lord show any grace? Does he show grace? He gave a commandment. The commandment was broken by the very ones he told that they should they shall not eat of the tree. Okay? Did Lord all caps in the story slay them, or did they die that particular day? No, they did not. What? No, they did not. Even though Lord all caps has said, in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. They did not die. What happened? Lord all caps. Uh, spared their lives. He spared them. He spared them of death. He had given a penalty. They knew the penalty. They ate of the, uh, from the tree anyway, and still, Lord all caps in the story, showed mercy. Gracious. He showed mercy. He did not do what he said he would do. Rather, he showed amazing mercy. So, is Lord all caps characterized by mercy? The guilty. Okay. Okay, uh, that's what, this is what we're looking at, 
and we'll be looking at things of this nature, okay? So we have that story there, and that is a story. It could be played out. It could be acted out on stage, okay? All right, Plato, just in case you did not know, well, let me ask this question, and I hope to remember it by the time I get to the end of the episode. Uh, what do you see in the name Plato? It's five letters, P-L-A-T-O, five letters. What that makes sense do you see in Plato? It could be one word. It could be a phrase do you see when you scramble the letters and, you know, change them, change the letters' positions and all like that. What can you make of Plato? I hope I remember that because I want to come back to it, you know, by the time we get to the, to the end of the program. What do, you, what do you see in the name Plato? What word, what phrase? Etc. Do you see in Plato? Okay, so we have one example. We are starting out with one example of Lord All Caps showing mercy. But let's have let's get this understanding. Judgment is meant to be carried out, but just, but mercy can be shown. All right. Judgment is meant to be carried out. It's intended to be carried out. But grace, mercy, can be shown. Okay. By the authority. In Psalms chapter 4, verse 4, we have this statement. Stand in awe and sin not. That's a commandment. I take it it comes from Lord all caps. There's a commandment. Stand in awe and sin not. Now, what is sin? According to the AVB slash KJV, they, the book tells us clearly, sin is the breaking of the law. Sin is the breaking of the law of Lord all caps. A crime is the breaking of a law. That's what a crime is. So sin and crime can be used uh, interchangeably. Sin is the breaking of a law, a commandment. A crime is the breaking of a law, a commandment. Okay? You shall stop for red light. Okay? And if you don't stop, then the government has set a penalty. If you're caught running a red light, okay? Now, let's move on. So we know what sin is. Stand in awe and sin not. Then in Psalm 46, verse 10, we read these words. Be still and know that that's in the Bible, people. Somebody said those words. Somebody said, be still. Somebody said, stand in awe and sin not. And somebody said, be still and know that I am God. 
Who is that I that is talking and saying, be still and know that I am God? In the AZB, that individual is Lord all caps. In the AZB slash KJZ, Lord all caps is a person. Lord all caps, understand this, is called is also called Lord God. Okay? Lord God, uh, Lord written using all capital letters, Lord all caps, Lord God, one and the same. That's Lord God with that Lord being written using all capital letters. Lord and then Lord God. Or simply God. So when you read those names, or titles in the AVB slash KJV, you know who you know that God, in reference to Lord all caps, and Lord all caps, and Lord, uh, and Lord God, are one and the same. They speak of one and the same. Okay. And remember about the Israelites' gods; they are human beings. They die. They die, and before the Gentile conquest, uh, they have they are succeeded. They have a successor. They have one that takes the place of the one just died. Okay. All right. So remember, we're talking about Lord all caps. We're talking about God. We're talking about Lord, all caps, God, we're talking about human beings. The Bible is a book about human beings. The Bible, AVB slash KJV, is a book about God. It's a book about God that is a man. Or gods, because there were more than one, but one at a time, but they were all men. Let me say this. AVB says this in Genesis. Uh, chapter 6, I believe, but you can look it up, about the sons of God seeing that the daughters of men were fair went in to them and produced children. It takes human, two human beings to produce children. It takes a male and a female human being to produce a human being, a baby, a baby human being. So don't think that that when it says the sons of God that we're talking about something up in the sky or some something like an angel, but maybe on a high order or whatever. Don't think that. Think on earth. Think on earth. If the book says the children of God, the sons of God, married uh, or had sex with uh, the daughters of men, they were all human beings. The children, the the, the, the uh, sons of God were human beings, and the, the 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 women they married were human beings. They were all human beings. Okay, and that's how it was in the old days with the Israelites and the gods of the Israelites. They were all human beings. Okay, now, so you know that now. 
The book is not talking, although there's a statement in John chapter 4 that says God is a spirit, that's just one statement, okay? The whole Bible teaches that God, that the God it talks about is a human being, okay? The whole Bible talks about that and shows that the God is talking about and exalting and all like that is a human being, not some spirit up in the sky or anywhere else. So, so let's have that understanding and let's move on. Okay, so Lord God says, stand in awe and sin not, and he says, be still and know that I am God. We uh, do hear the two episodes preceding this episode. Very important, okay, because I can't keep going over the same things every time I teach. I have to move on. Okay, this this is this is teaching Bible content, people. Okay, uh, Lord All Caps has said, let's look at the word. I read to you what uh, gracious means. Let's look. Uh, benevolent is in that definition. Let's look at it. Benevolent, characterized by or expressing goodwill or kindly feelings, as in a benevolent attitude, uh, her benevolent smile, desiring to help others, charitable. Okay? I think that's seen in the story, what I mentioned about uh, eating of the forbidden fruit and not eating it, Okay? And he did not execute the judgment that he had said. Okay, so we have benevolent, helping others, uh, desiring to help others, charitable. Then there's the word goodwill that came up, which means friendly disposition, benevolence, kindness. When you say Lord Allcaps was kind in the story uh, to uh, Adam and Eve, wouldn't you say he was kind? Wouldn't you say he was benevolent? Okay, and then there's the word charitable. Kindly or lenient in judging people, acts, etc. All of these are applicable words when you consider the story there that I read. The two statements regarding uh, where Lord All Caps tells uh, the, the people, uh, uh, Adam and Eve, uh, not to eat of a certain tree. For in the day that you do eat of it, you will surely die. So, gracious, benevolent, goodwill, charitable, okay, are all seen there in that story. That little story. Now, Psalm 7, verse 8 says, Lord, all caps shall judge the people. And then, then it goes on to say, Judge me, O Lord, all caps, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that is in me. Number six, integrity. Adherence to moral and ethical principles. That's what inter- integrity is. Adherence 
to moral and ethical principles, soundness of moral character, honesty. Is this a description of Lord Allcaps? That's the question. First question, uh, is Lord Allcaps gracious? Uh, uh, is he uh, charitable? Uh, is he one of integrity? Does he uh, adhere to moral uh, does he have moral and ethical principles? Uh, is there sound, soundness of moral character and honesty in Lord Alcance? These are questions. Then there's the word virtue, moral excellence, goodness. Look, look at this, righteousness. Is Lord Alcance righteous in his acts? Is he righteous in his speech? Uh, is there goodness in Lord Allcaps, the gods of the Israelites? Is there goodness? Is there virtue? Uh, virtue uh, definition goes on. Conformity of one's life and conduct to moral and ethical principles. Were the gods of the Israelites characterized by virtue? Were they virtuous? That's what we're looking at. And then there's the, the uh, phrase, by virtue of. Listen to this. Well, it means by reason of. It means because of. But look at this. Uh, to act uh, by virtue of one's legitimate, legitimate authority to act by virtue of one's legitimate authority. Did, did Lord Alcaps have authority, legitimate authority, to uh, punish uh, Adam and Eve in the way that he told them he would if they ate of that which was forbidden? Yes, he did. Watch this. The story goes like this. Lord Allcaps made Adam and Eve. He made Adam. Then according to the story, he took a rib from Adam and made the woman and presented her to Adam. So they were his creation. They were his creation. And he told them what they could do and what they could not do without being punished. Okay? So he had legitimate authority. He owned them. He made them. And he commanded them. Isn't that good? Yes, that's good. That's good. He had legitimate authority to carry out the judgment. Carry out the judgment. He showed mercy instead. Okay. Now remember that. Now that story is a story. It's like one writes a play. Okay. Is to be acted out on stage. It's not a true 
you know, story in the sense that it what is said there actually happened. No, it's a story. It's a story that has a moral lesson. Now, the thing is this. If you don't want to be punished because of a sin or a crime, don't break the law. <laughs> don't break the law. Okay? Live lawfully as much as in you is. Live lawfully to the best of your ability. That's all anyone can do. We know that sometimes things happen. Okay, let's move on. Okay, now, so we looked at some words. We looked at a story wherein Lord all caps is gracious. He shows mercy. uh, And we're moving on. Uh, Be still, he said, and know that I am God. Now, isn't that nice? God wants you to know that he is God. Yes, he wants you to know who he is. He wants you to know who he is. Lord All Caps wants you to know who he is. Lord All Caps in the AVB slash KJV wants you to know who he is. Okay? And I have identified him in the first two episodes dealing with Plato and the Plato connection to AVB slash KJV. All right? Every little piece of information is very important, people. Every little piece of information is very important. If you miss one piece, you miss a lot. And missing one piece is like being disconnected, becoming disconnected, okay? Don't be disconnected. Follow me. Follow me on Blog Talk Radio. Follow me on Twitter, Israelites. Israelites, follow me. It's for your good, Israelites. Let's move on. Okay, now, so we've established, okay, with the story, Lord All Caps had legitimate authority. He had legitimate authority to carry out the sentence or the uh, punishment, uh, and he had legitimate authority to show mercy. He decided to show mercy. And remember, that's a story that, 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 a story to be acted out and all of that on stage. Okay? And remember what I asked you about Plato. What do you see in the name Plato? It could be one word. It could be several words or whatever. It could be a phrase. What do you see in Plato? Okay? Write it out on a piece of paper. It's easier that way to do it. Okay? You can do it. Some of you may have already done it already. Okay. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse, verse 4 says, He that judges me is the Lord. 
Now, this is a different Lord right here. This Lord is written with a capital L, lowercase O-R-D. Okay? Now, you go back into the episodes and you see who this Lord is. The Lord written with a capital L, lowercase O-R-D. Okay? He that judges me is the Lord. That's a real individual there, just like Lord all caps is a real individual. Okay? Now, Psalm 9, verse 16 says this. The Lord, all caps, is known by the judgment which he executes. Hmm. The judgment which he executes. Let's go back to Adam and Eve's story. Lord, all caps, did not uh, execute the judgment that he had given it says, Lord, all caps, is known by the judgment which he executes. Execute means to carry out. So it's saying, Lord, all caps, is known by the judgment which he carries out. What about the judgments which he does not carry out? In the story, in the story, in the fictitious story, in which he did not carry out the judgment that he uh, uh, informed Adam and Eve of. He did not carry out the judgment. Am I trying to say Lord all caps never carries out judgments? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I have not said that. And that is not to be inferred. It is not to be taken as, a, as an inference. Okay? Just go by what I say. Don't add to what I'm saying. And, and don't take away from what I'm seeing. Okay? We're looking at and considering Lord all caps, the God of the Hebrews, uh, uh, of the Israelites. I'm pretty sure he was God of the Israelites also. Okay? I mean, God of, he was God of the Hebrews as well. Okay? Uh, but the Israelites were his people. Okay? like the lineage of the Israelites, okay, the family of the Israelites, okay, that's why he's called and spoken of as uh, the God of the Israelites. That's his family. Okay. And others knew that back during the time, before, before the invasion. Others knew that. Now, next, number nine, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 says, Judge nothing before the time till the Lord come, who will bring to light the hidden, who will bring to light the hidden things. That Lord has come, people. That Lord has come. This is a time of rejoice, rejoicing uh, for the Israelites, for the Israelites who are black people in places uh, like uh, America and the UK. Uh, who are there because of their parents and their parents' parents and all the way back to the time when the Gentiles invaded the land of the black people and uh, took Israelites in captivity, ones that they did not kill, cast them into captivity in the nations of the Gentiles. Was that, was that a righteous act? And is it, the question is still lingers. is that an a righteous act which the Gentiles have done to the Israelites. 
they are still holding us Israelites in captivity. We are still dwelling in the land of our enemies and captors and enslavers. Are the Gentiles just in doing what they are doing to the Israelites? And the Israelites of today who have done nothing against them. Okay? Speak about is the Lord all caps just or the Gentiles just in what they are doing to this very day? We can talk about past offenses and everything, but the past is the past. And do you punish innocent people? who have done you no harm, nor any good. As the Gentiles, alias white people, are doing, have been doing, and continue to do to the Israelites. Let's move on. So number nine says, judge nothing before the time, kill the Lord, come, who will bring to light the hidden things. Now that is a statement that is a prediction which is already fulfilled. I've talked about this many times on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure you make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. All of that information is need to know for the Israelites, for all Israelites. And I did say all Israelites who are of any age to understand what is being said. Okay? So that is, that number nine, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 3, is a prediction that is fulfilled. Number 10, John 7, verse 24, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. You know, things are not always as they may appear. A person may see one thing and another person may see another. Now, don't get this mixed up with understanding Bible content, okay? I have analyzed Bible content, that of the AZB slash KJZ. I have put in order many things in the AZB slash KJZ that were in a disordered position or state, okay? Now, so don't get that confused, okay? Bring to light the hidden things, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Okay, I am being instructed, okay? I'm being told, uh, judge nothing. Uh, well, it, this is the time of judgment right now, okay? Like I said, that 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, prediction is already fulfilled, okay? He that judges me, 1 Corinthians 4, 4, he that judges me is the Lord, capital L, lowercase O-R-D. Okay, that's going on now. Okay, all right? Uh, okay, be still and know that I'm God. That's to you. That's to you, people. I know it. 
and I share my knowledge with you. Plato has said, do not keep your knowledge to yourself. That's a good saying, isn't it? Do not keep your knowledge to yourself. When you find out truth, share it. When you find out something that's important, share it with your people. That's your legitimate duty. That's your duty. That's your duty, okay, to find out. And after finding out, searching out and all of those things, analyzing and all of those things, and you come to a time of decision and you make your decision, share that decision with your people. Don't keep it to yourself. You know what? Knowledge is no good for me if I have to keep it to myself. It's no good. It is no good at all. The good of knowledge from finding it out, or let's say after finding it out, the good of knowledge is the sharing part, the sharing. Do not keep your knowledge to yourself. Plato, all right? Okay. So this episode, like the other two before it, is uh, introductory. It's preliminary, okay? Because I'm pretty sure we're going to learn much more. And, and you have a lot to learn, which is not a lot, but you know what I mean. Uh, there's a considerable amount for you to learn, okay, uh, in learning about Plato, to see the proof, to see the proof of Plato's connection to the content of the AVB slash KJV, to see that proof, people, proof that is uh, irrefutable and indisputable, real, sound, weighty proof, a preponderance of evidence showing the connection between Plato's other works, writings, and that that is in the AZB slash KJZ. This is big. You have an obligation. You are obligated, Israelites, to hear this knowledge, to study this knowledge, to know this, learn and know this knowledge, and then to share this knowledge. That's an honor. It's an honor to share knowledge to your people. That's an honor, people. That is an honor. It is a high honor to learn, to learn, not just for yourself, but for the good of the people, your own people. Gentiles keep knowledge from us. They keep certain knowledge from us. Like this, what I'm talking about, Plato's connection to AZB slash KJZ. They have kept that knowledge from us. And then one comes along and finds it out. Finds it out, searches it out, does all the necessary work and come to the truth of the matter. People, remember what I said. 
This is your duty. You have a duty or to perform. Helping them come into the knowledge of the truth. Helping them to learn and know truth so that they can pass it on to others. Isn't that a beautiful thing? When people, when a people is working together, working in unison and in harmony, there's nothing better than that people. For a people, the Gentiles do it. I'm pretty sure other people do it. But black people, we must come to that point now is the time to come to that, to reach that point wherein we say, hey, look here, this information is good. This is information that we did not know. This man gives understanding of Bible content in a way that no other has ever done. Okay? This man informs us of kept secrets from us. This is good. What the man is doing is a good thing. It is good for all of us Israelites. Remember what I said last week. No one else is doing any good to and for the Israelites. Israelites, we are out here by ourselves, and we have been that way since the Gentiles invaded our land, conquered us, and so forth and so forth. There has been none to help. None have come to our rescue. None have informed us of things that we have a need to know but did not know. Israelites, and this is not a sad thing. I'm happy to say. Uh, I mean, this is just how it is. We are out here by ourselves. No one is interested in helping us in any way. Now, the things that might seem good here in America that the Gentiles do, uh, you may say uh, black people take advantage of, the Gentiles want to keep you happy with a sorrow mind that you are what? They want you to think that you are an American, even if they don't think that you are an American, because they know you are captives in America. Same for the UK. They know that, but I'm getting off point. Let's get back on. But all of these things are related. All of these things are related. Let's move on. Okay? So I said judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Look at the facts. Consider only the facts. That not that which is not good, throw it away. Keep the good, the good facts, the sound facts, that which has been proven or proved righteous judgment. And then there's First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty two, which says, Abstain from all appearance of evil. And uh, there's a statement that says in First Thessalonians chapter five, prove all things. Before I present anything to you, I first prove it. I get the facts of the matter. And then I present those facts 
and those findings to you, the people. Okay, now, I must move fast if I'm to get these statements in right here. Okay, I'm just going to read them. I probably don't have time to talk much. Okay, yeah, because my time is about out. Okay, I'm going to read these statements about the Lord God. That's Lord all caps God. Psalm 4, verse 1. Hear me when I call. These statements are very similar, if not, to uh, to uh, character statements. As in a court of law, character statements. Psalm 4, verse 1. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. So the gods of the Israelites, God was one who the people could go to for help, look to for help. Psalm 5, verse 8, lead me, O Lord, all caps, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Okay? Lord, all caps, was viewed, according to this statement, as a leader, a leader of the people, a leader of the Israelites, a leader among the Hebrews, a leader of leaders among the Hebrews. Psalm 5, verse 4, for thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness. Did you get that? Lord all caps is not a God that has pleasure in wickedness. Psalm 5, verses 5 through 6, The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that, that speak leasing. What is leasing? Leasing is lying. Leasing is falsehood. The Gentiles delight in leasing. They delight in lying. They delight in falsehood. Okay, uh, the Lord, all caps, will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. Psalm 7, verse 10, my defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. A savior is saying is the Lord God, the God of the Israelites. He's a God that hates lying and falsehood. Okay, and it says, thou hatest all workers of iniquity. The people should not be committing iniquity. That's bad. Okay? Now, Psalm 7, verse 11. God judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. And this same God is not a God that has pleasure in wickedness. Okay? Are these good points about Lord all caps, about the God of the Israelites? Are the gods, past gods of the Israelites, are these good points? He loves righteousness, justice. Okay, let's, uh, you know, from reading these, uh, okay, God judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Psalm 11, verse 5, the Lord all caps tries the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hates. Psalm 11, verse 7, the righteous Lord all caps loveth righteousness. Is that bad? Is that bad in and of itself? Psalm 18, verse 2. The Lord all caps is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my strength, in whom I will trust. You see the determination there, the dogged determination there? My buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. The Lord God was a lot to his people. He was a credit to his people. He was a lot. He was a savior, one you could look to, depend upon, and trust, according to these statements, okay? 
one who loves righteousness and hates iniquity. Okay? Psalm 18, verse 2. Okay, I just read it. Psalm 18, verse 3. I will call upon the Lord, all caps, who is worthy to be praised. Character with character statements. These could be seen as. Okay? As the Lord is the Lord. Well, he's one who hates iniquity. <coughs> iniquity. Let's go by what the book said. He hates the workers of iniquity. Okay? Look at all the wrong and the iniquitous acts the Gentiles have done to the Israelites. All black people, that is, know, uh, and especially to the Israelites. The Israelites are the only ones, as far as I know now, don't, okay, as far as I know, the Israelites are the only ones still in captivity to their, what? To their enemy and capitals. Now, this one says, I will call upon Lord all caps, who is worthy. He's worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. He looks for salvation. He looks to Lord all caps for salvation. The Gentiles have removed Lord all caps. Plato himself says uh, he was cast into a dungeon. He, he himself says he was uh, stolen away from his land and, uh, you know, cast into captivity. Okay? Now, Plato is an Israelite, okay? According to his own words, go back to the first two uh, preceding state uh, episodes and you'll get all that information. Okay, and Psalm 100, verse 5, Lord all caps, is good. What does good mean here? Good means morally excellent, virtuous, righteous. What's wrong with being morally excellent? What's wrong with being virtuous? What's wrong with being righteous? And Exodus chapter 9, verse 27, Lord, all caps, is righteous. These are statements. We're going to look at other statements in the next episode. Okay? So, all of these things have to do with Plato. Okay? And remember what the two things I said about Plato. As an individual and as an icon for all the gods of the Israelites. Okay? That's Plato. Now, what do you see in the word Plato? Did you get it? Did you get it? In the word Plato, or in the name Plato, I see a plot. The article A and plot, P-L-O-T. Plato, for your information, was a writer of plots. Do follow me on Twitter, and don't forget to make Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. Do that. Do it for yourself. Do it for your people. Do it for your people. Just do it. Okay? And share. Remember Plato's words. Do not keep your knowledge to yourself. As you learn, share it. Share it as you learn. Don't wait and say, okay, I share it after I learn everything. No, share it as you learn your knowledge to yourself, no matter how little or how great. Join me next time.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.